G'day punters, welcome to the mailbag uh, via Zoom because of COVID. Uh, thankfully, Jonathan Walsh has still agreed to come on the show despite the, uh, the, there's no lunch involved. We might have to get some Uber Eats in with a little bit of whiskers there for our little Tomcat, little Dr. Rachel. How are you, big fella? This is Lily Cat. She's a nice little girl and you've scared her. You push your cat. Oh. Uh, home, home office. Okay. Yeah, she's alright. Alright, boys. We're going to look at Caulfield where the rail's in a true position and we're racing on... Well, what are they going to call this? At the moment, it's a soft seven. The weather's really nice today in Melbourne. Uh, hopefully it stays nice tomorrow so we can get out and play golf, which is all we can do, Jonathan, is golf and fish. Um, play tennis as well, but I don't think the hamstrings would hold up the tennis anymore. <laughs> Actually, I'm sure they wouldn't. How, how are you handling the new shutdown? I'm just pretty much standard as what I have been for the last six months, just lock myself into a room, look at screens all day, and then occasionally make contact with human life, which is, no, I'll just be, I'll be running, keep myself fit and active. Yeah, well, you got to put all that act- active where you brought to good use, my man. Uh, we're going to look at Caulfield, like we said, the rail's in the true. I think that means it's going to be pretty fair. Do you two have any other thoughts on how the track might play? Oh, well, it's good weather outside at the moment. But, I mean, last week I think I said the same. It was a torrential downpour. But uh, they just stop you up, mate. The, the alien videos have, like, really sort of unleashed the, the inner, like, punting demon in you. You were on fire last week and the week before. Yeah, well, mate, just trying to do my best. Uh, obviously, Daniel Andrews has uh, crucified, <laughs> absolutely crucified my businesses. So I've got to keep finding it in some way to... Uh, Keep the empire running. So yeah, it's um. I will try and find something. But that that Caulfield's been a little bit inconsistent, sort of thing. But you, it's been you, very you, inconsistent. It's been an awful track to bet at and try and predict what they're going to do. Let's yeah, be so yeah, we can see what the see what the pattern draws out and then work with the pattern and the lanes and go from there. It will be more. We're going to um. We're going to go in depth boys into races six seven eight and nine the quaddy legs let's start with race six where right you are is just favorite from grand to flora uh i don't know if peter's going to do synthetic holds and speed maps are you mate yeah why not <coughs> well right you are has been somewhat backed and so has grand to flora since they went up yesterday uh translator turidan a little bit soft thought of that sort of steady there around the 650 mark um boys jonathan do you want to kick us off here yeah, look, I, on first glance, I, I liked thought of that. Like, it's win, it won the Norman Robinson with a leg in the air, led all the way. Um, it's about 6.50. Each way, I reckon that's a pretty solid each way bet. I know it's got a bit of weight, but um, we discussed this weight scale as well. The weight scale is really frustrating. Um, it's really frustrating. I, this COVID putting them up two kilos, I'm not in favour of it. I think it should have been left as is um, sort of thing, but look, that's neither here nor there. Thought of that one, the Norman Robinson, it beat Warning and it was just one easy. Uh, its run at Caulfield was good. It's going to be improved. If it brings any of that form that it had in spring, uh, the $6.50 is over, in my opinion. Um, I did like Right You Are as well. It was very solid through the line. At Flemington last start, barrier 15 is a bit of a concern, but uh, your man's riding it, so anything's possible. So um, those two are clearly top of the market, and it, 
A big query around the four, Francis Finnegan horse. Uh, first up from New Zealand, it's got absolutely no weight on its back. W Price is an up-and-coming jockey. It, 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 it wouldn't shock me if it ran a good race. Um, it wouldn't shock me if it ran a good race. So I think it's sort of the, the hardest horse... Obviously, it's the hardest horse in this race to sort of get a profile on, but it, it has won at 2,000. Yeah, it's going to have no weight. It's drawn barrier two. It would make a lot of sense if it runs a big race, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, the other thing is it's first up at 2,000 metres, which means it's either got residual fitness or it is fit because you wouldn't... I, I, I don't... Um, yeah, F Finnegan, I, I actually don't mind backing the horses from that stable. At all, they can go around at overs. So no, it's it's the, the real query for mine in the race. But um, if it's slightly on pace, I'll be back and thought of that each way. I think that's well worth sort of putting a little caveat there for all of our selections for these next four races. Is if like what often happens at Caulfield, a, a dramatic pattern is evident, then we'd be changing our positions. Uh, Peter, what did you think about race six? Yeah, I was sort of leaning towards thought of that at the price just given the fact that right you are and Grand Flora obviously have good claims, but they both look pretty pretty short, and I guess their map probably is more concerned. Thought of that, you'd say, is probably more one-dimensional, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Seeing the last time there was a, a wet track at Caulfield, and there is some rain forecast on Saturday, so it's a big if talking about Saturday or Thursday, but um, it did play quite on pace. Um, so particularly if that does emerge and you're seeing the first couple of races, you really just have to have something on thought of that early in the piece at 9am and then adjust during the day. So I think that's probably the most sensible play here. Um, but look, I mean, there are obvious claims to Grand Flora that, that horse is recording some really strong sections and does look like 2000 will probably be suitable. Uh, right, you are it's doing nothing wrong as well. But yeah, it's not really a race I had too much time for. Uh, I see the race actually probably scarily pretty much the same thought of that's the bomb proof horse it has to go forward if this field stays the size it is i think you're going to get good tempo which will suit it the faster they go the better this horse will go um if there is a pattern that's suiting on pace horses though both grander flora and right you are have some tactical speed and they have the two best riders in, in victoria probably australia on top of them so if ollie or willow want to roll forward they will you know if they think they need to they can here um I thought Turidan was half missed by the market. Drawn seven, just gets every possible, gets the nose roll, the nose band back on. Um, I think they sort of freshened it, tinkering with it. This is a nice horse with good ability. Translator, I half found, but Translator SP'd like hundreds versus thought of that, so it's hard to sort of cop the the short price but it's all then it's also got a really good sp translator versus uh right you are so found it hard to price um big big case for the, the grander flora and right you are i think they're both massive chances here rebel racer i'd be really keen to see what the market does before i just you got, a to sore, get... you got a sore ass Tico. what do you mean well sitting on the fence like that <laughs> I'm just giving a preview of a couple of runners, mate. Then I'll come at you. Okay, my I hope it's on a ticket fence. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I thought this one happened, but it's going to be more lit because he's he's got like the protection of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought the horse's big overs here is 15. Our crown jewels wasn't suited at Sandown. Uh, SP 
31 dollars there versus Grand Forest 370. Grand Forest 370 here, our crown jewels is a hundred. It's it's a horse that's shown a little bit of talent, and at that price, you don't need to have much on to find out. I want to be with thought of that and something small on the 15 our crown jewels. P Moody. Race number seven, boys. Up goes the synth hold, then comes a speed map. I, I thought this race was pretty tricky to figure out, like as a betting opposite proposition. Jonathan, anything? Yeah, it was a heat. Well, I mean, it's an eleven hundred meter race. It's going to be pace, but there is a stack of pace in this. Um, you know, Tavisan and Jungle Edge will be pushing out hard. I've got no doubt that Viridine is probably the, the best quality animal in the race. Um, if this track's fair, I'd be happily backing Viridine because the pace beyond and it's run last start to, on the heavy. It was a big win, wasn't it? It was it was solid in a reasonably you know it was a, it was a well credentialed field had sixty one kilos I'm not big with weights but yeah D Oliver and fifty eight and a half yeah Jung, Jungle Edge and um, Tabasa and Ashlaw and then should put a bit of pace on Barrier Two is a little bit of a concern you maybe want it drawn out a bit further but um, Viridine should win but it's no luxury Viridine should win if the track's fair but it's no luxury price wise. Peter? Yeah, I, th- I thought Viridine's setup going into the last start at Randwick was better than the setup going into this race at Caulfield. So I wanted to just sort of angle around it if possible. I think if the rain obviously comes, you need to have something on Jungle Edge because that horse is, always finds a way in the wet um, and will put itself on speed. But really for me, again, caveat on the track being fair, but intuition was just enormous. First up at Flemington for Kurt Goldman. Uh, we have already seen that uh, Lord Von Costa come out, similar sort of setup into the last start down the Flemington Strait. Intuition just recorded some fat splits on the way home and double figure quote, getting Dwayne Dunn jumping on board. Thought that was the way I'd probably play this race. Yeah, I thought it's pretty hard to ignore its last 200 metres there at Flemington. The form's good. Uh, I did think it was some value and I also thought that Grey Shadow, if, it's, if it keeps drifting, this horse is just like a track and trip specialist it's one four from five over 1100 at Caulfield can't ignore that that this is a horse that just loves this setup um and then if you look at its overall this distance it, it's five from eight so it, it, it's this Caulfield horse not just an 1100 meter horse I'll be looking to play both but won't be betting until I've seen a fair bit of like I say up to race five because they're, they're both going to be worse in midfield and need to run on yeah Race 8, Jonathan, is over the 1,100. Again, big field here, younger horses. Um, there goes a, synth- a synthetic hold and a speed map. What do you think here? Uh, yeah, there's a bit of value in this race. Um, I'm not usually a fan of betting into these three-year-old fillies races. I, just, I don't seem to get them... Personally, I just don't seem to get them right as much as I'd like. Uh, there's a few first up. Well, the both Stokes horses have got ability, but they'll go back in the field. So, as I said, track pattern, the key. Uh, Clint McDonald horse, Flowstale, sit on pace. It's got a chance. I could, I could tip quite a few in the field here. Look, what I come up with... Oh, are you a fence sitting, are you? No, I'm not. It's because I'm, I'm not going to tip half the field. You better get what off I'm, that fence. You'd break it. No, no, mate. Solid, solid. Um, I'm going with the, uh, Francis, Finnegan, the Francis Finnegan horse. Again, no... Uh, 
no frontiers is about fifteen dollars each way. It was a very solid win in a maiden. They've taken it to town. Um, it gets a solid map. Look, I, I just think it's, it's value. If this would be tra- if it was trained by one of the biggest stables, it'd probably be yeah. half, the, half the price. And uh, Uncle Winsy's got one in too, Elderflower, which will prices on again. It was pretty good last start, one. wasn't it? Yeah, well, it, out of the three horses that pinged to the lead, um, it was it, it kept on the best. And uh, it's a tornado by an exceeding excel. Uh, one of our men man's a big fan of the tornadoes, and exceeding excels usually go well in the wet. Like it, it ticks a couple of boxes. I'm happy to back Elderflower and uh, No Frontiers more so. No Frontiers and save Elderflower on a on a fair or something with a little bit of. Uh, positive gearing to the leaders. They're, they're tornadoes, I think, Jonathan. But yeah, called a tornado. Yeah, tornado. He's a big man. He's a big, big fan. Oh, if if they've shown any ability to make ground, I think that girl's a huge price and a big bet. It's down in grades, back to Phillies. The only concern for me is the wide draw on the map. I think it's huge, huge overs. Elderflower, Elderflower. Um. I think you're right. Just the last start, SP 14s, and was kind of like not that firm. So I, I sort of want to, with that yard, I'm happy to wait and see what the market wants to do. Like I'm, I'm happy taking 10s, 13s right now. That, that shows me there's a good amount of intent from the yard. They're a big betting joint. Um, if this thing got out to 20s, then I, I'd, I'd probably save on it, but I wouldn't be looking to get much out of it. They're the two I like, though, that girl and Eagle Flower. I've got one here. Oh. I've got one. It's Marine Bell, the nine. D Dunn jumping on board. It's coming from some out wide sort of territory. Yuchuka, after a freshen up, one. Then went to the synthetic Ballarat last start, one. D Dunn, gate six. Should get itself into a lovely spot on pace. It's shown in that uh, Yuchuka race. They went very fast to the 600, very fast to the class. Overall figures are just plain, but I'm happy to suggest that the horse itself will be suited by the big field and the tempo on here. Getting currently 26 bucks, and I'll be playing that. And also I agree uh, with that girl. I thought that was the best of the potential tricky match closers. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So again, we'll have to wait and see to the day, but it will be back in the field anyway. So you don't need to bet now. You can wait and evaluate there, but I want to have something on Marine Bell early. Because um, I think that form's actually looking okay. I thought. Um, Mar- are you getting a fax there, Jonathan? No, mate. We're not. We're not that antiquated that we have the fax machine. I don't know what Just that is. Uh, Power's reward. Who? Who? Uh, Marine Bell beat two back. Was pretty plain there at Ball- Ballarat on maybe Tuesday or Monday. So that's the only knock there for me. I did look at that horse a bit. The next race is the last. It's the last leg of the quarter. The last race we're going to preview. It's race nine. It's over seven hundred meters, which is a prick of a trip when you're trying to read and preview races. But we're going to do our best, boys. It's a, here's a synthetic hold, and up comes a speed map. Whew! I, I thought this is pretty tricky. Jonathan, no, Doctor Evil. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm backing. I'm happy to back one here. And uh, I know you can never catch him, but I reckon he's a good trainer. And this horse has got good ability. It's a four-year-old. M. Walker I can find as well. Dogmatic. Hit the line nicely first up. 
second up, up to 1,700. I think it's a good each-way bet. They um, It just seems if the track's a bit leaderish, they all go mad in the last race. It just happens. And look, I, I think this will get a nice nice run out of barrier three. Oh, here comes barrier three. Uh, yeah, about eleven dollars. I'm happy to back dogmatic each way. Each he's way, profitable. He's profitable at Caulfield. Old uh, Richie Lanning, big chompers. Yeah, uh, I gave Cara a little chance. It was a he punched up the inside in that heptagon race. I, I like to see the horses that will go through the gaps a bit on the inside because, as a general rule, three or four off the fence is better going than hard up against the fence. Uh, in races that come out of Cara gave a chance so back dogmatic each way Cara a chance a value chance uh, triple strip ran on second up but is a mare which is give it some chance declares war on best form has has a chance it's uh, awful awful map it's casted and casted and or Cole run it was casted and cut run was fair heavenly emperor was tough last start but draws 15 uncertain, and a sneaky chance to surreal image Kevin Courtson's down the bottom. It's one of those on... It's a non-pacer, so that'll dictate... Pat will dictate. But no, Dogmatic is good odds at $11 each way. Peter? How well am I going? I've actually lined up with Walshie here. I found Dogmatic and Current. <laughs> um, I thought both weren't suited last start versus the day. Both look like they'll be suited stepping up to 1700. Both seem to map pretty well. Um, happy to back both. Double figures, the pair of them. Yeah, not much more to add, really. There's a few others that I could kind of find back in the field, um, but don't really block the price on a couple of them. Um, Mate, there's, there's, some, a, there's some filthy noise coming through there. Yeah, it's an angle grinder next door, but they're also doing renovations on the lift. It's what happens when you live in a, uh, in a penthouse. Everything's getting ripped apart just to make it better and better. They're putting gold into the walls, I think. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I'll mute the mic and let you talk. Um, I thought that... Well, I'm starting to question myself now, but I actually thought Dogmatic was bet here each way. Uh, it's a horse with not a stack of like speed, but a bit of speed, which I think is the perfect setup for the tripod and walker. Um, I want to see a bit more money for it because that's the sort of camp it is. And there's another horse I want to see money for, which is the number nine Saloon de Chevelle uh, for Lindsay, I think it is. This, this horse was given none first up. It was just a complete run around. There was a mad on pace day there at Caulfield. Uh, if the track's anything. If it's fair, if midfield's okay, I think even horses from the back might be able to run on here. There's a good amount of um, tempo here to my eye with a big field. Um, I thought Dogmatic and so number 11 Dogmatic and number 9 Saloon to Shell, to, to Chevel, whatever we're calling that. Uh, that. That was the two I liked in this race. The horse, which I'll, if it got out to $20, we'll say north of 18. Uh, number two Bedford. It, it has ability. And it had really good ability. And if it's still racing, you'd you think it's shown them something there to suggest it's still got a, a, a zest for racing. So I'll be a big watch on Bedford. That's the other thing I half found. Boys, best bet, value bet, and lay. Jonathan? Uh, look, I'm happily, happy to bet. Taking into consideration what we've said on the show today, I'm happy to... If Viridine looks a, a good thing, if it tracks reasonably, if they can, if it's fair... Um, value value bet 
or each way bet is dogmatic. Value bet is the uh, is no frontiers. I'd probably be happy to lay the bet at my peril. The Lindsay Smith horse mystery shot in race five. Barrier ten, top weight had every possible chance last start. Yeah, it's sort of it, it'd be the one I'd, I'd be putting in if I was allowed on course, which we're not. And probably never will be. Um, Peter, best value and lay? Uh, I've only got a value at Caulfield, uh, Marine Bell, race eight. Um, there's no markets up at Belmont. I've done all nine races, but still waiting for any sort of prices. So stay tuned. Click the link below. Uh, my best is race two, number one, all over Bossanova. It's $9, nine fifty at the moment. Uh, you can back it each way if you want. I'll just be going on the win. Uh, gets the blinkers on first time, down in grade, uh, the form's good. Uh, I think this horse could explode here and be suited by the way it races here. Uh, my value can be race six, number 15, our crown jewels. You can get $100 right now. Um, I think I don't think it could start much bigger, and it could well start 50s. I tipped Karina last week as value on the show, and I didn't back it. I didn't send it as a bet. I did back it. Um, I, was just, I wasn't sure what the market would do, and it hemorrhage sub twenty dollars. So it's the same sort of thinking here. I just think it's just a wrong price in a in a race where the two favourites are a little bit vulnerable because of the map. Um, the horse I am keen to lay is I don't know yet. Um, give me a second. You just click what? the link below. Well, how's the felon favourite in race one? Yeah, the felon can go in in race one. Where'd you get felon. those glasses from? I haven't seen them before. I just got a new pair. I've right. been staring at screens for too long. Turtle shell. Oh, tortoise shell. I'll, I'll just give, I'll give you a couple of like soft lays through the day. The favourite in race one, I don't think it'll start favourite. Reflectivity in race four, I don't think it'll start $5.50. I think it'll start closer to eight. It's not a first up horse. Uh, it's never raced at Caulfield, and I don't think it's suited, overly suited at 1,400 metres. Um, in race five, I think anything could happen. The market's going to go all over the place there. Don't think Viridine gets much shorter. And fascinated what they do with number four in race eight, bless her. Don't know what they'll do. This is a horse that's sort of lightly racing on the up. Big watch it. Anyway, that's been us. My best in race two. You got the other boys' best. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, give us some feedback. Tell us how we could tinker the show and make it a little bit sharper. We are looking to sort of try a few things over the next couple of weeks to keep ourselves a little bit interested because it's a bit dull just sitting here in the coffin again and again and again. Obviously, it's not ideal using... Uh where we're all in lockdown, but, um, we, you know, we might have six weeks of this, but after the six weeks, uh, uh, there might be ample opportunities to amp this up a bit, Dicko. And so, yeah. In the meantime, we just keep tinkering and perfecting our little angles to get our form spot on so that when we get back on course and can get some eyes on ponies, we're airborne, absolutely airborne. Right, and, we just, and we just pray to the gods at .com. Just maybe show us a couple of ponies before they race because I'm going to try and watch them this weekend. Please.